Welcome to this week's episode of the Geek Offensive. This week we have Jessica. Can we say, I, I don't think I went over this. Can we use your last name or are you? You can. I'm not hiding out from anyone. <laughs> I don't. I just want to make sure I'm saying it right. Jessica Ho- Hong? Jessica Huang is Huang. how I okay. normally pronounce it, though I did have a person of Vietnamese descent correct me and tell me that it's supposed to be Jessica Huang, in which case I told him, fuck you, that's my name. I can say it how I want. <laughs> That got okay. dark. Like, you know, wait, this no, is the like, tone that you're setting for like, this yeah. episode? Oh, I'm sorry. Fierce game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super Okay, mean. so it's, it is Hong? It's Hong. Hong, okay. Sorry. We'll start over. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep it. I want I want you to keep this now. I'm not that mean. <laughs> Listen here, you motherfucker. I'll say my name however I damn well please. <laughs> That's that- pretty much how this episode went. It gets real dark and then a lot of laughter. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it goes. That was a super combative so, guest. I'm yeah. sorry, you guys. No, it's absolutely appropriate for the Geek Offensive. And again, thank you for being on. This was a lot of fun having you on. It was and my pleasure. Yeah. Um, yeah, so basically we have Jessica, who is a talent coordinator for an independent film company. And as you'll find out, she's also a fiat saleswoman. Uh, <laughs> Again, listen to the episode. That'll be funnier later on. <laughs> or not. <laughs> uh, Jessica, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram uh, at DeepBlueQL or on Twitter at AnythingQL. Yeah. I almost restarted this whole intro because of that, but I'm like, okay, let's go. Let's yeah, keep let's it. Keep it <laughs> let's keep going. Ken, as always, my co-host, where can they find you? They can find me on the internet at Kusanagi99. And <laughs> <laughs> That's going to make sense later. That's going to make sense later. <laughs> and at my comic shop at Comics TNT. And JPG, where can they find you? You can find me under my namesake. That's at J-A-E-P-E-A-G-E-E. Also... I would I would make the aim screen name joke we, right now, let's but save I want that. I, let's I want to, I want to save it. Listen yeah. to the episode; it's worth it. Like it's. And one quick quick plug: if you're at all into comics uh, in your neighborhood, look up Free Comic Book Day and find a comic shop near you to f- get some free comic books. Comics, tunes, and toys. Um, <laughs> <coughs> oh, sorry, my throat got a little. Um, anyway, yeah, I heard Comics, Tunes, and Toys is a great spot. They have some amazing comics at Free Comic Book Day and artists and stuff. It's pretty amazing. Wow, and just th- one of the handsomest shopkeepers I've ever seen. Like well, me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me <laughs> at Justin Malari on Instagram and at Justin Malari, at Justin underscore Malari on Twitter. And you can follow Geek Say What on all social media with the handle at Geek Say What. Shout out to Wayland Productions and to our apparel sponsor, Jordan Denae. She's a geek apparel sponsor out of Brooklyn, New York, helping saving the environment and helping you look nerdy. Um, with that, let's jump into this episode. And again, just listen for Jason's screen name. <laughs> Cue the music. <laughs>
yeah and then i have to start the show by apologizing to ken um my my ex co-host was in the I, studio. I, I heard with me. <laughs> I heard the stories. Okay, I didn't want to talk about it right now, oh, but I was giving you some time. Pardon me. I'm sorry, baby. Look at shelves. I slipped. Oh god. Open. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he brought him in, used all my equipment, and then just just left me behind. It's right here at the table, and yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is cold shit, man. I slipped. It was, it was just. You know, it was so much nostalgia. It was WonderCon no, weekend. No, I, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, okay? <laughs> it meant nothing. Exactly. <laughs> what it happens at WonderCon stays at exactly. WonderCon. It was a one-time thing. Yeah. <laughs> no, but welcome back, Ken. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It well, it's crazy, too, because it's like uh, we had talked pr- that time about, oh, maybe we want to try and do some recording on site. Like, we'll do some recording at the con at WonderCon. And we're like, okay, maybe we'll just bring some, like, a... Like a Zoom there or something like that, and just try to do something on site. And then you say like, Zoom or Zoom? Zoom, HD oh, Zoom. Yeah. The I oh, sworn. I thought it was Microsoft Zoom. I was, I like, was like, that's how back. you guys do this. Those I don't know back. anything about podcasts. Yeah, those are back. <laughs> on a side note, too, this is completely tangential. But so when when everyone started doing Guardians of the Galaxy cosplay for Star Lord, they got a bunch of Walkman and stuff like that. And I'm curious, will people go back and get Generation One iPods so they can do an Iron Fist cosplay? Because he had a Generation One iPod, and I'm like. And I, at first I'm like, is that a Zune? Is that how they were trying to date this? Like, look, he had a Zune. That's how old he is. Like, good but God. No, is that he, the one with the buttons at the top? Like, yeah, he had like little, the little like yeah, the, the lock slide yeah, yeah. on the on the on, and like it so had, he had it, a generation one. It was iPod. physical buttons. Yeah. On the show. <laughs> I I'm trying to like do work in the booth right now because usually when you guys are recording, uh, I usually like take the time to like this is when I send out emails and like touch base with our guests because he doesn't give a too, shit right? about how the show's going. So <laughs> yeah, he's just, really that's don't. how I get away with saying I shit don't, on here. I really don't. Deadbeat father over there, just <laughs> like yeah. absentee but father. Just I stopped all of my emails because Ken, how dare you <laughs> think that somebody wants to cosplay that particular <laughs> Iron Fist? <laughs> Dude, uh, the story, the as it goes, every comic is someone's first comic. So someone is just like, oh, you know, I, I've never, I've heard all these Marvel shows are really good. Let me start with this new one that's just about to come out. Let me start with Iron Fist, and that may be their first introduction to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and their first Fuck. introduction to superheroes. Wow, man, that'd be a downer. Oh, you know, I've, yeah, I've, I've, I've had too long of a month to even go back <laughs> to discussing that show. But we do have <laughs> Jessica here in the studio with us. Hello. <laughs> And she's a talent coordinator for an independent uh, production company. And as far as I'm concerned, you're also a part-time fiat saleswoman. Because every time, <laughs> every time I hang out with you, Jessica, well, I somehow end up like in your car. You're giving me a ride back home, and you're not just telling me about how much you love your fiat. But you're selling me on it. You got <laughs> numbers and charts ready to go. I can't help myself. I evangelize for the things that I love, be it like video games, comic books, whatever. And I love my electric Fiat. And so every time I do become like an almost used car salesman because I get a little sleazy about it. I'm like, let me get you into this car. Like, <laughs> see how comfortable it is? Oh, my God. The heated seats. Super nice. You can't even hear the She's engine because there's no engine, right? It's She's Perfect. not even exaggerating. That's exactly like one of the first things she said to me, like when I sat in the car. I was super Granted, drunk too, a- and JPG <laughs> was driving, and I was still like slurring at you, like this car is amazing, and <laughs> let me tell you about all of the features and how much it costs per month. Yeah, it is a great car. I have to give you that. <laughs> to, to give you a little bit of background, also, so so Jessica is an incredibly talented person in the industry, uh, but. Jessica and I know each other from when we were 13 and awkward still. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we actually just, met just 
add a few years is all you're saying. Yeah, just like a couple of years yeah, okay. and <laughs> just even more awkwardness yeah, at this exactly. point. Yeah. So, so yeah, so Jessica and I have, in our personal lives have, have actually known each other since high school. And uh, when, when we, you know, we're, we're, I guess, in the midst of reconnecting right now. Yeah. And one of the first times that we were like, oh, hey, like, come out and, like, have fun at producer Justin's birthday. And, and, she, and you're like, oh, yeah, sure. And then you just proceeded to get drunk. <laughs> and I had to drive your car home. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we're just going to go. But hold it. To the For walls. my birthday, that's what I would have wanted. <laughs> that's- just. I was, it was the birthday boy's wish. Like, so, I was sitting at the same table as him. It was how we became friends. It would have like, been rude if he hadn't gotten Yeah, drunk. like, we wouldn't have invited you out after that <laughs> if, he, like, if he just wouldn't have gotten almost blackout drunk. It no, was I, not, okay, it was <laughs> sloppy, but not that sloppy. No, you were still walking, like, under your own power. Like, uh, I mean, but then, that but then she proceeded to roll around my living room. I don't remember that. that wait, wait, does Alex so. know about this? Wait, yeah. if, it's, if it's because of the couches, the couches add another factor there. Like if it's just on the floor, then maybe. But this is when we had less couches, Ken. Okay, okay, yes. I, I wasn't aware. What you're saying is that I had the frame of mind to do calisthenics and you know. Yeah, like wait, like no, well, way to pay it forward. Basically, you know? Jessica fit in right away is oh, what yeah. you're getting at. Yes, yeah, yeah. We just a constant fit. I felt like you guys were kindred spirits, and so. There was no need to hide. <laughs> no, but that's well. That's what I loved about it. Like we met at my birthday. Let's let's not uh, let's not go into how old I actually am. Seventy eight. Forty seven. Seventy eight. I tr- uh, I tried. I tr- <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's one thing I know is like oh we got along pretty quickly. So I wasn't sure if it was just the alcohol, but you actually turned out to be a very delightful person. Aw, thank you. <laughs> and uh, also like um, I've always wanted to talk to you because you have. Probably, uh, well, a job that I would have wanted had I not gone. My, cur- it's hard to talk about work. On corporate, this. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll say that. Have, I'm a g- have you have not gone corporate? corporate exactly. No. Um, but you work in the entertainment industry for an independent film company. Yeah, it's really exciting. So talent coordination is a part of it. Um, I think the broader brush to paint it with is kind of a production and projects coordinator, and. That basically covers everything that rolls downhill from the producer. <laughs> so, um, you know, talent is part of it. Also, you know, development, pre-production, when you're in the midst of production and like all the craziness that that entails, which is, you know, setting up and getting everything in place. And, you know, it's like herding cats, you know, um, <laughs> th- that is the kindest thing to say about it. And uh, and it's thrilling and exciting and stressful and also incredibly mundane at times. Yeah, I think that goes with any job. But you're you actually get to watch. Um, let's see. Well, basically, any project come together. And well, like you said, it everything rolls off the producers. You have to do a lot of, I would imagine, dirty work. Well, not dirty. It might be the wrong way to put it, but it's... Not to name a production, but there have been times where police were called, and there were definitely times when I was shoved out <laughs> whoa, in the front whoa, lines. Okay. Wait, you said police were called. Yes. Maybe. What? Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Allegedly. In this story <laughs> that you're about to go into, what would cause police to show up at a production? Hypothetically. Okay. If these supposed police were to show up on set, it could Dead be something... in the trunk? No. No. Okay. But it could be something like... We were filming on an at a location, and we had people running around in costume with prop guns, 
and none of the neighbors had been alerted. And all of a sudden, there are police helicopters and six patrol cars roll in. Oh. And it's like, hmm. But the director said, keep rolling. We need this. The director said, keep rolling. But you did hear over the walkies. Like, allegedly, he said this. Allegedly. <laughs> Hypothetically. Yes. He said, was that a police helicopter? And then we're like, mm, we're going to have to deal with this momentarily. <laughs> and then if this were to happen, I might have ended up in the interrogation room of like a small town sheriff being like, we had no idea that you hadn't been notified. <laughs> I love that hypothetically, too. Like, I imagine the things on set. And I'm like, hypothetically, the sound engineer should have been like, what is that? that's killing my. Oh, oh. Um, um, all right, we might have to. I, I'm picking up something. We might have to worry about this. Like, did we? Do we have a script revision? What's going on here? Is that yeah, we exactly. adding a new scene? What what happened? Yeah. Who got us a helicopter? <laughs> right? See, because I would have turned to frown upside down if I would have been that been production like, coordinator is baller. See, I, I just go to like super, uh, not super eight. Uh, no, yeah, super eight, where he's like production value and like just put a camera on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it looks like we know what we're doing. <laughs> That's actually how I feel on any Geek Say What shoot, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, that's how it feels all the time. It's just like, I don't know what's happening, but I'm going to keep nodding my head like I do. Yeah. And like, it doing that kind of role, I've done it to a much smaller extent. But having that kind of role where you're having to constantly watch everything going on around you and it's all of it is out of your control and you're trying to keep sanity. I mean, how do you deal with that kind of stress i mean everyone kind of deals with it differently i start yelling at jason but i mean I, <laughs> the I mean. the producer that i'm lucky enough to work with uh he always tells me that we plan for everything as much as we can and as many contingencies and you know just seeing where things can possibly go to fucking hell and then <laughs> and then being like okay we have all these different routes now let's see how they surprise us and then oh. just dealing with it as it comes up, you know? And so it is definitely so, like, the the mundane comes into, like, all of that planning and the pre-production and just seeing, like, what is it that we need so that we can possibly compensate for, like, all of the crazy routes that this can go. And then, and then the thrilling part is when you're on set and you're, like, surprised by, like, human ingenuity, fuck things up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> there's no accounting for stupid. Like, yeah. there's just something's going to happen and somebody's going to do something. You're like... Mm -hmm. How could okay? Let's just fix the problem, and I'll cry about that later. Like that's just gonna get me down. H has there been times on set where you're like, because you've had experience from like this production, this production, this production, where you're like, like, oh no, we need to plan for this, and then when something goes wrong, you're like, no, I called that, I brought this, and like I've been prepared because of my previous experience. Like you guys are. Ah. Yes. So like my emergency kit that I keep in my car, like for when I'm on set. Just a just, bottle of vodka. <laughs> <laughs> it grows exponentially because mm -hmm. I'm just like, okay, I'm going to bring allergy pills, painkillers. I have a whole pharmacy oh because like people get fucked up and, you know, everyone gets boo-boos and, you know, your actor starts like sneezing and gets hay fever and you're like, fuck. Yeah. And, it's um, independent movie making. It's, yeah. it's not like you're not like Mortar Brothers. You're like, oh, no, we have a full doctor on staff over here. It's like how many hats can you possibly wear at once? And wait, 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 wait. What is the weirdest thing in your, I guess, in your emergency bag then? I mean, you're practically an EMT at this point. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, like, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming there are like medical supplies and all that stuff. But what's like a weird thing in your bag right now? I don't. Well, I haven't been on set for a little while, so my bag is disassembled right now. But I do remember thinking to myself, like, oh, I'm going to bring this giant pair of scissors with me because wardrobe always needs scissors. There's always, like, a thread loose or something. So even though I'm in the production office and I'm just doing <laughs> sorry, paperwork, sorry. 
I'm just going to bring this giant ass pair of scissors with me. Okay. So, by the way, I imagined like when you said large pair of scissors, I me- I imagined comically large yeah, ones. Yeah, like, you have like I thought you have to you have, hold it, it with two like hands. A, okay. It wasn't to like a publisher's yeah. clearinghouse kind of check or anything like that. It was just like a you know like regular pair of sewing scissors, right? But they were big and they were heavy duty. And I thought to myself, this will be useful on set. So I had thrown it into my suitcase, and then when we were on set, I was carrying it in my backpack the whole time, and it totally was handy. Like there were all these times wardrobe needed something snipped, or there was like a threat and whatever, and it was useful and awesome. And I was like patting myself on the back like oh I'm so well prepared and then (laughs) I was flying out from that location and I was using my backpack as my carry-on and I hadn't thought anything of it and so I had put like my computer and everything and I forgot about that pair of scissors at the bottom of my backpack and so they scan my stuff as I'm like going through security at the airport you know and then I see all of a sudden that all the security guys are looking at the monitor and looking at me and I'm like Hmm, what could that possibly be about? Sizing you up, I'm like, can we take her? And so then... (laughs) They're like, no, no. (laughs) Just don't let her get those scissors. (laughs) And if you guys don't know, Jessica is about six foot eight. (laughs) (laughs) She's really taking up most of this table. Yeah, she used to do body doubles for uh, Lucy Lawless. Yeah, Captain Phasma. She's uh, Right now, she's currently the rock stunt double on (laughs) Fast and the Furious. Oh my God, I wish I was that boss. Fast nine. No, anyway. I wish, but um, so yeah. So then I see that they they grab my backpack as soon as it's through the little scanner, and I'm like, oh fuck, how long am I going to be here? And then the security person calls me over, and they pull out the scissors, which look even bigger than I remember, <laughs> and they're like, can you explain this? And I was like, I was helping with some costume stuff, and they're like, okay, and they put it back in, and they send me on my way, and I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> wait a minute. Swear to God. Hold and it. And this was like two years ago. Oh my God. That's and, awesome. And I so had to, I, I had to throw away like a tiny exacto knife. What the yeah, fuck? What so the? so now I think like the end of this, like the real end of the story is like, oh yeah, and to, you know, to teach him a lesson, I just murdered a dude on the plane. And, <laughs> and now I'm on a watch list. No. <laughs> no, it was, it was United. It was okay. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, really? It was just an equalizer. Topical. Like, no, they went like, you're going to need this. So go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, here's your weapon for Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so I was like, I I did not think to myself, I could totally hijack a plane if I wanted to. <laughs> hypothetically. I like I, I like that hypothetically that's all you need. Like, no, I just need this thing, because that's why they've stopped us for so long. That or a pair of knitting needles and I can just rule the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> My plan for world domination. Yeah. Starts on a plane and that's Anyway, you were a talent coordinator. <laughs> no, but I mean, how did you? Well, okay, let's let's go back a little, a little bit further. How did you end up in that line of work? Did you kind of fall into it, or is it something you've wanted to do? It is something that I've wanted to do for a long time. Um, you know, I am obsessed with television and movies, and basically all media and all platforms of storytelling. And so, I had always wanted to work in um, in film and television, and. It's it's a little boring, I guess. I basically I I subscribed to a production newsletter that talked about um, movies and series that were going into production, and I took from it every email address and contact that there was, and sent out a hundred resumes, and did not hear back from anyone. Sounds and, about right. Yeah. Yeah. And was gonna quietly resign myself to working in medical research. 
Which I mean, we we have Asian parents. Like yeah. you're gonna, I was gonna say, it would have been like that. Would have been more acceptable. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, yeah. I was working for uh, research and education in orthopedics, and I thought this is a great use of my English degree. I'm so happy I'm doing this. Ah. And then um, and then one night I got a phone call um, asking if I was still available for work, which I was not because I was working in orthopedics, and so I was like, um, I don't think so and they're like well we're like really low budget so we could use all the help we could get um so if you want to come out and see if like maybe helping out once in a while is something that you could do while we're in pre-production we'd really appreciate it and and it had been a bucket list thing for me to be like oh I worked on a movie you know so I was like sure let's do that you know and I went there and it was totally sketchy looking and I was like looking up FBI alerts before I walked into the building being like is this a trap like, is this how they lure people, right? Because <laughs> I had I, I had no idea what to picture when I was thinking of independent movies, you know? And so, like, this uh, is... Ah, okay, got it, yeah. Right? And so this is a movie, and instead it looks like I'm walking into uh, the creepy house on the block, right? And so it's like, <laughs> what is happening right now? And so I showed up for, like, I, like half an hour early before, like, the time that I told them I meet them, and I was just, like, literally Google, Googling, like, FBI alerts and checking on, like, ABC7 if, like, there were any news stories about, like, <laughs> this being, like, something that they did to call women to places. Yeah, and then you're, and then some sleazy director shows up. Are you comfortable with nudity? Why did I give him an accent? <laughs> 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 oh, wait a minute. Uh, I mean, Russia topical still? So yeah. Yeah. yeah, topical. <laughs> That's topical. Like, yeah. We, yeah. In, they in have the best prostitutes. There you go. I what, wait, go back. What? what? How do you know that? <laughs> That's what Vladimir Putin said that they oh. have the best prostitutes. But I mean, this is the same man. Like this is this is the this is Russia's Trump. So it's like they have the best everything. Like they're the best, the absolute uh, best. Like this is one of those things that I probably would believe him on. I just he would don't probably know. know. It sounds plausible. But he would probably know. Who's going to verify that? Who's going to be like, no, no, I've been across the nation. I'm I'll, a man I'll, of I will, science, I will, Ken. I will take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> if Geek Say What wants to give me the budget. <laughs> I just don't know how many, how many people are claiming that honor, you know? But how yeah. many, like, leaders of nations are standing up and saying, well, we do have the best prostitutes. Except for one, which well, is Well, if Vladimir it's legal Putin. there and they tax the <laughs> shit out of it and it's not human trafficking... Then you could probably brag about yeah, it. Yeah, as long as it's but not human trafficking. Yeah, yeah, but one of those things is always true. Is. Yeah, that's the. Ooh. Yeah, but it totally I feel, is. I feel yeah. I feel more bad about our comments at yeah. this point. <laughs> Do you have worse. a large listening audience in the Eastern European bloc that we are offending? Uh, I think Russia's number four on our list. Oh. The number fuck? number two is China. So. Well, I mean, there's just so many people. There. Yeah, five is Canada, which I'm like, you should have been two. Come on, okay. it's that percentage of Canada that saw the word offensive and they're like, oh, let's be naughty, eh? And then, <laughs> then that was a terrible accent. That was terrible. <laughs> you, Absolutely that's terrible. Two accents in like less than accent. five minutes. Yeah. It's because you guys don't also like broadcast in French, which I'm still surprised there are people in Canada who don't speak English and only speak French. Just stubborn. I wonder. Okay, now I'm curious about the crossover, like uh, podcasts that are based out of Louisiana that also have a large uh, listenership in Quebec. Like, because you've got you know French, uh, like, like fr French yeah, Creole, Creole yeah, yeah, and like, how does does that cross over at all? This is completely off topic. <laughs> That's what the show. <laughs> oh yeah, for. because yeah. the show is yeah. not <laughs> constantly. Yeah, because my show is just so structured. Oh, you weren't here for the last one. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but, uh, you know what. Too soon, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just turning the knife. Sorry. Anyway, what are we talking about? Prostitutes. No, Experience prostitute. with a prostitute. No. <laughs> okay. I, I, I was just telling Jessica off air about this, too. 
about prostitutes? No, no, no. That's what kind we talk of. about. That's what we're reconnecting. I mean, yeah, if you did it voluntarily yeah. and you did it in Nevada, I mean, you oh, could you could do well. Just no. I mean, take the bunny ranch. Like those girls. I mean, they have to work maybe what two months out of the year, and then they're set. Like that's it's not bad. That's it. It's not not. The I worst. mean, if they're doing of their own free will and they're not forced to do it, it's I. Okay Keep with it. is very sex positive and advocating for sex workers, which I am totally cool with. So we were talking Ken about this. Ken is so air. bright red. red right now. Ken, Ken is so uncomfortable. Do I match the mic? Ken. No, like Ken <laughs> Sorry, Ebony. I, think I don't they, know if this is going to I think they trouble. might be talking about breastuses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I just almost made Jessica spit water everywhere <laughs> at this point. That would have been the end of the episode. <laughs> That's not good Everything in a room filled with electronics. That yeah. Is, yeah. It's yeah. not, not well, the best. Anyway, what were you going to, Jason? We were talking about how every show for like the last like three or four shows have has like centered around pornography. <laughs> For some reason, because we mentioned it in the WonderCon episode, we mentioned it in the Dark Dun- Dungeons episode, and we were we were just talking about ad libbing. Would you would you mind would you mind ta- telling okay. them about this, Jessica? I was saying that my favorite part in any porno is the attempts, the valiant attempts at acting that the <laughs> actors engage in. You know, and so and I was saying that a very memorable line is this guy is about to get a blowjob underneath mm-hmm. the desk and he's at like the office, you know, and okay. he's like struggling to get his pants off and and he um he's like trying to say something and finally he just shouts out, I don't like to be encumbered as he rips off his pants. And I thought that that was such an amazing word to use. That's an, that's an artistic choice. And I think like you have to commend them at that point, considering what they're working with. <laughs> it was amazing, and I was in awe. And I knew the moment I heard that line that it would never leave my mind. Like I would just <laughs> think of it, and I do. Like sometimes I'm like, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like changing into my pajamas, and I think to myself, I don't like to be encumbered, and I take off my pants. Oh, shit, right? now I'm gonna do that. I know. It's, okay, so we were talking about how like ad libbing is incredible, you know, because you don't really expect that from from like these types of movies. But what's even better is when the other actor or actress tries to like improv yes and, yes and them, <laughs> and then and then it's even worse and even more awkward. Now it's like all that cool stuff you just said. You just ruined it. <laughs> I love like their eyes get big and they like try to smile and nod along as if they like are totally in that moment with you, you know? And like there there's so many memorable moments like that where like okay, so so in one porn? of the big ones yeah. One oh, of the yeah, big yeah. ones okay. is, is you lemon stealing whore. What? What <laughs> is this? Oh god no, You're gonna make me hold on, go you're gonna make me look this up. What is this? So so this is <laughs> this is a pornography about a, a gentleman. <laughs> You can say is... fuck like it's a no, no, Okay, it's, I, it's better no, 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 no. when I don't curse. Wait, 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 wait. I just want to describe the scene right now in the room. <laughs> both people, opposite sides of me, like they're both about to do spit takes. Oh, did I get Ken and, also? Yeah, because you and I are about <laughs> Ken, Ken just put his hand up like, stop talking. Stop talking, JVG. I'm just going to stop this right drinking now. water. It's not yeah, safe. I, I'm I glad get the I giggles too easily. I'm glad I finished my Red Bull before this. Anyway. <laughs> So to to set this up, and if honestly, if you if you Google search "you lemon stealing whore," <laughs> this is going to come up, right? So uh, there's a gentleman, and uh, he has he owns a home, and he just plants a lemon tree in his backyard. 
and he's very proud of it. He's very proud of this, like, you know, because it it's huge. Like owning a home in California is <laughs> bet is it incredible. is. I bet <laughs> it's huge. And just Jessica's leaving right now, right? right? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, oh my gosh, like you know, this, I'm. You're kind of proud of this gentleman, like at the moment in this in this movie, you know. I love, I love the that. examination then, of the housing market in this porno yeah mm-hmm. and, but yeah. also how engaged jason is with this character like he's like he just bought his own home like i can't wait till i own a home I'm i gonna really live root for <laughs> that i am guy. invested at this point yeah. you know like, yeah as, as a as a as a purveyor of of this medium like now i'm invested and then this this lady comes in and she sneaks into the backyard and and she's she's already kind of scantily clad so you kind lady. of assume it's a it's like a like a summer day you know right. <laughs> and she starts taking the lemons for herself even though like this isn't her property you know like it's not you know, what's so her moti- you're thinking what's her motivation yeah like is she, is she what's homeless? she going through is yeah. she starving right now because we should be concerned about we this, should be focused you know? about her struggles it, it's, right it's the disparity of poverty in this one video <laughs> <laughs> that is such a bummer to watch a porno and be like the disparity of poverty i'm gonna start jerking off <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like porn can just take you on a roller coaster yeah, of emotions. Yeah, so, so, you're going, so you're you're deep in thought, breaking down a character, then all of a sudden, okay, now I'm hard. So <laughs> gotta, okay, uh, but but even before that, it gets into that. The the gentleman sees this woman out from his window, and he's like, "Whoa, no, wait!" And you can tell like he's like overcome with emotions, and he <laughs> yells, you know, like, "Stop it, you lemon stealing whore!" <laughs> wait, is it? Did he like say it convincingly, or was it just like? You lemon stealing whore. No, I felt like, it. Was it okay? I mean, like, he, yeah. he said it convincingly. Like, yeah, it was like it was. It, he said it from his chest. Oh, okay, because you know? like, yeah, because that's one of my favorite things in porn when they're saying lines, but they're saying the lines as if they're individual words instead of like flowing nicely. Yeah, so of course, like it, it kind of like, just like. But you're my stepmom. <laughs> instead of, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I watched some weird uh, stuff. Okay. No, <laughs> it's, no, I, I, it's all very clear to us. It's it's fine. But after he yells this, he he comes outside and like they, they the, the the situation just devolves, and then there's intercourse. But that's not the point of this video. <laughs> right. Well, no, that is the point of the video. Oh, touche. <laughs> but points, I'm already huh? invested, and like this Did just she took get a to left keep turn. The lemons? Yeah, I think we do need to know that. Like, how does the story wrap up? Honestly, Jessica, I've never gotten that far <laughs> in that video. Oh, then it's actually. Oh <laughs> well, no, but then that means it was good. So, if you'd gotten to the end, then it, well, okay, it wasn't that good. Ken is so uncomfortable. This is the best. Well, hold it. I think Ken. we now found. No, 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 no. We found a bit now. I try to explain something gross and awful as as pr- as like prim and proper as possible, and just see Ken cringe the entire time. Wait, Ken, do you watch porn? Or do you find the time to? Or that's that's not up for public consumption. So that's just, <laughs> this is this is I about have totally Jessica. Totally lost friends okay. over asking that question. This is about Jessica. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hey, whoa. sorry. I'm really, I'm really sorry, uh, Ebony. Um, he's not nodding up and down. He's not he's, nodding his head. <laughs> he's totally. Not I'm nodding just, his head. I'm just saying he doesn't have to anymore because yeah. he has a lovely fiance. Exactly. At home, and and he's set also, for life, and that's all he needs. Realistically, you were a 12 year old boy at one point. Oh my God! Speaking of twelve-year-old boys, I remember one uh, time w- I was wait. super. Oh. No, no, let her go! Hey, no, everyone, shut the when fuck up. I was Jessica, keep okay. going. I was, I was, it was like, I was like fifteen or something, and I'm sitting in a Starbucks, and like my f- group of friends, it was like half guys, half girls, and the guys are all saying like who they had had crushes on and stuff like that, and everyone was like, "Well, I had a crush on you and you, but not Jessica." 
and you and you, but not Jessica. Damn. And I was like, that is cold shit, you guys. Yeah. And then one guy takes my hand and is like, Jessica, I totally jerked off thinking about you when I was 12. And I was like, why did you grab my hand when you? Oh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, that went from zero Whoa. to a thousand. Yeah, and real I, quick. I, I was like, thank you. Like, it be was, honest, was Jason there? Was he the one saying like, he was and not, not Jessica? There. He was not there. <laughs> I was, I was hiding in the bushes outside because nobody invited me. In it's high like, school. oh my god, look at all those kids having fun. I wonder what that's <laughs> like. <laughs> uh, it, it's, it's a weird idea, though, right? That like. Not not only do you have fantasies, and it's way easier now to, to, to like fulfill a fantasy on the internet now, right? But like Craigslist and stuff, yeah. Craigslist and stuff, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Just sex trafficking, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if they're doing it voluntarily, anyway. Oh. Yeah. But it's the idea that at one point, Jessica, I'm sorry to tell you, most of your friends have done that. Most Are you including friends. the girls in that, by the way? Uh, You're saying I'm, most, so... I'm, I'm not <laughs> discriminating right now, you we know? We can't make any assumptions. Yeah, that's right? true. That's like, very I, true. Like, are you assuming my gender? No, no. <laughs> I'm asking you if you are. It would be heteronormative to, you know, make assumptions in that fashion, and we're not going to engage in that. Yeah, so if we were wondering how to pull all the sex out of the talk, just using terms like heteronormative, probably. Yeah, yeah you made this. You made this considerably <laughs> oh, less. You sexy, made it. Jessica, yeah, get, you. get oh. as, as clinical as possible. And just, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, but I don't it, even. It was, it How always, are we going to get to it like another topic at this point? <laughs> no, we can stay on this topic. Okay. Oh, so, I like, have a segue. Wait, 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 what? Like the I thing totally you <laughs> <laughs> Did you know that the inventor of the Segway died because he drove his Segway off a cliff? Is I, I'm looking that up. It is a hundred percent true. This is, this is a this is a for what real thing. Cliff is near this Seriously? guy's house. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. I, I mean, if you want to look rich it up. enough to like live no, in I, like a cliffy estate, and then he drove his Segway off of it. That's and that's how he died. While he was jerking off. So that was a segue, right? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was, was a segue. That was a segue. If that's what it was, was I'm like, you know and, what? And that's then he gangster. Was, no, he, and he, like, went, he, he went out his way. He just like lost control and he's like, oh, you lemon stealing whore. <laughs> yeah. He was watching that His video. Last words. He was watching that video on the segue and then I guess he has a thing for theft. I don't Why am I putting like thoughts on this <laughs> dead man? <that> <laughs> <this> <laughs> Thank you, sir, for the slowest, uh, innov most inefficient security guards at the mall. Uh, <laughs> I just think of Job from Arrested Development. I don't oh. care for Job. <gasps> Did you see the Netflix April Fool's video where it was like Be Netflix before you, Live? Before you keep going, no. I don't care for the book of Job. But anyway, keep going. That's <laughs> <laughs> oddly it was, specific. It, was it sucks to read. Sorry. <laughs> it is a bummer. Yeah. Um... The Netflix April Fool's prank was that they had something called like Netflix Live, and it was just Will Arnett narrating things like a burrito heating up in a microwave. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> it was so good. He was like, he's like, 30 seconds left. Oh, I can kind of see someone in the reflection of the microwave door. Are you really excited for that burrito, buddy? And it was like, oh, I could have watched that all day. See, I <laughs> wish I had that kind of voice because that Will Arnett's voice, you could listen to him do that like all day. I, yes and no. Like, no, you well, I'm sorry, but you put him in a Michael Bay film per se with four mutant turtles. But and he's oh, not narrating. And he's, he's not. Nar he's not narrating. Just that hitting one. buttons for I'm Ken sorry, right but now. that's just like he's not narrating that one. No, yeah. but like as Batman, totally fun. I'm on board with him as Batman Lego Movie and Lego Batman. I'm on board both times, but just like 
um, you that ruins it like that those oh, two really? movies for oh. me and uh, when i said by the way uh, i don't care for job as a reference to his mother in yeah the show oh. yeah <laughs> no we got it no one seemed to be like they're like huh it's been a while like for me yeah i just thought of the book of job and how it's a terrible read so speaking of you know i i do want to bring it back to um Pornography, <laughs> but uh, uh, no, no, please go yeah, with your strength. So, You're so on the right show. Listen, okay, Jason, I get you. You have to stay PG on the other two shows. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, let it out here. That's There's what. A, that's why uh, I have this show. And it's funny too because I, I think like I actually love doing the whole like oh like I'm gonna talk about something inappropriate, but I'm not gonna use any inappropriate words. No, no, and that's fine. I just want it to be inappropriate. Spe- speaking of like inappropriateness, um, can can you talk about you spitting into a tube? <laughs> Oh yeah, you guys were talking okay, yeah. about this before the show. Yeah, because we were we were, we brought this up, but we didn't fill anybody in. So, uh, for Valentine's Day, my fiance Ebony got me a um. Oh, this 20- is get, wait, this is getting hot. Wait, wait, this is getting hot. Wait, wait, is, if this ends with you two fucking just. <laughs> I just want to let you know right just, now. Just slow I'm down. Tot- I'm totally and fine keep with the recording. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Make Ebony. Eye contact. <laughs> Sorry, Ebony. I say that on every show with you, Ken. Anyway. <laughs> So um, she got a deal on the 23andMe uh, DNA testing kits. And so the kit they send to you is just a, it's like a tube that you spit into and you like to fill up. All, it's actually a fair amount of like you have to spit into Okay, it. so it's, is this for for listeners, this is like you checking, you're checking like your DNA, your, your DNA, your, yeah. your genetic My background. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, because um, I, uh, for the listeners at home who don't know much, I don't know who my father is. There's a whole story behind it, but I don't know who he is. And so she's like, oh, we've, I've always, mm-hmm. kind of always wanted to know. So I took the test and uh, it takes a while to get back. But so I got it back. And because of because of pe- the way people migrate and stuff like that, they kind of give you, at least for this test, a very kind of generalized area for where you where your genetic ancestry comes from. So it's like, yeah, you're Irish and like this little bit and a little bit of French and okay. like point less than 0.1 percent akhenazi jewish so i'm like oh that's where i get my humor okay cool and so (laughs) but like and then it breaks down for southeast asia and that's it like there's a little bit of chinese and then southeast asia which is just this open block of which i've i've heard that i'm supposedly my father was laotian and that's what i've thought for the longest time but because of the test and how open in it is i'm like as soon as i got the test results back i texted jason i'm like I might be Filipino. So I wanted to use this time. Welcome! (laughs) I wanted to use this time because... Wait, did your mom shit on your dreams too? (laughs) (laughs) Are you half nurse? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Because if you are, then yeah. That's actually... There's this comic... I was flipping through Facebook today, and there's some comedian who's like... Joe Coy. Yeah, and he's he <laughs> was like know. he's like it's like yeah. So you know I'm Filipino, so my mom wanted me to be a nurse and just shit on my dreams and like that whole I get listen like and you oh you liked it that's what it is that you liked it today and that's why I saw it and I'm like I, I laughed at it but I'm like oh is this bad I'm like I mean I don't know is this the, like how true is this Am I allowed to laugh at this now Yes Yeah, yeah. yeah like oh am I okay Well you have Asian but, parents like I'm sure you can relate on to some on some degree this Like is, wait hold it so wait a minute you're parents are they cool with you being in the entertainment industry or do they want you to be like a lawyer or doctor they it's i think it's a combination of the given up and they're incredibly <laughs> supportive <laughs> okay all right like, just check it just making they, sure they are so happy that like i can you know follow my dreams and that i have this opportunity that um that you know not a, a lot of people are fortunate enough to have and at the same time they've you know, given up on the fact that I will never be a doctor or a lawyer or have a PhD. 
Yeah, I always imagine those meetings with my parents and their friends and like their friends I know are saying like, oh, our son's an engineer. Oh, our, our daughter just got married. They're going to have a kid soon. Our son's living with us and he's got this job in this field that we don't really know anything about. My <laughs> my two older cousins just got married, one to a Vietnamese doctor and one to a Vietnamese lawyer. Ooh. And so the bar has been set very high and I'm just going <laughs> to walk right underneath it. There you go. Just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say, Jason? I, I wanted to use this time <clears throat> in order to, you know, talk about especially, more porn. Yeah, talk about more porn. Uh, no, no, but since, you know, Jessica's, you're, you're full of Vietnamese, correct? Yes, I am. Okay. So, so having uh, Southeast Asians here in the room, I wanted to use this time in order to make sure that Ken gets to choose a Southeast Asian country <laughs> oh, in order to okay. be represented. So I looked this up before the show. <laughs> uh, in Southeast Asia, there is uh, there are two types of Southeast Asians. There's mainland Southeast Asians, and there's maritime Southeast Asians. The mainland, uh, also known historically as Indochina, it comprises of Vietnam, Laos, Cambodia, Thailand, Myanmar, or Burma, depending on which on what you know political spectrum you're on, and West Malaysia. Mm. While maritime, comprising uh, Indonesia, East Malaysia. Singapore, Philippines, East Timor, Brunei, Cocos, Keeling Islands, and the Christmas Islands. Is this turning into a draft for Ken? We're Is turning. That- we're, <laughs> no, we are doing the Southeast Asian draft right now. Are we supposed to like pitch him on our Asian? <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. So Justin, y- I'm assigning you Filipino. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Just I'm uh, gonna be I'm gonna be assigning Do- you uh, uh, Vietnam. Okay. I really want. I really want you to take a hard left turn. I'm gonna assign you Africa. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually assigning myself the Christmas Island, and I'm going to read as much as I can about this right now. So, Justin, go. <laughs> uh, you'll get a mom that shits on your dreams. You'll have uh, high blood pressure, uh, a lot of pork dishes, and um, I don't know, like that dance where you might you know, destroy your ankles because two bamboo sticks get hit together. Okay, so far I'm pretty like my mom already sh- my mom already shit on my dreams, so okay. done. But by All the right. way, that's the Irish side, so oh. that's that's a whole nother story. Got it. Okay. Um, I love pork, so we're on board here. So okay. like, I'm, All right. I, I've already ticked off some of these boxes, so I, I, I like what you have to offer, mm. but I'd like to hear what other, what else is on the board. Okay. Vietnamese is a tonal language, but it uses the same alphabet as English, and so it's very easy to learn and has no tense or conjugation, which is super nice. Um, our egg rolls are the best. I will fight you. Oh, what? No, I will away. fight you. Whoa. I don't care okay. if I outweigh you by like 100 pounds. I'll fight you. I will fight you. <laughs> Let's go. So no, no I matter have what giant I... scissors in my backpack. <laughs> <laughs> so no matter what I choose, I have to have a strong opinion about my personal egg rolls. Yes. Okay. Okay. And fish sauce makes everything delicious. Oh, we have that too, though. Ours is better. <laughs> How dare you? How much vinegar Come on to my show. <laughs> there is like pickling of stuff, okay. but I've never been a fan when i get like bun me and stuff like that i never eat the pickled daikon or carrot i'm awful uh, well sometimes i skip it i get right to the sandwich yeah. anyway jason <laughs> christmas island so christmas so, which island. isn't fair because you got fucking santa this is already not this fair. is where santa lives it's okay. cold <laughs> ken do you enjoy cold i don't think you I like see, cold I, I was hoping you'd have like a sound bite to play like Okay, so we could add it and yeah, post. I don't, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, You're not so making me do extra work. Fuck Christmas right. Island has coconut crabs. Have you seen how big those get? No. Aren't no, those they're terrifying? They're terrifying. They look it's terrifying. Amazing. Yeah, they look but terrifying, not. but they're actually super yeah, yeah. docile. Um, they have a refugee and, 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 and immigration detention. 
And so, so does America oh, now. So yeah. that's, you know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, we feel here. right at home. And yeah. it was actually invaded by the Japanese in 1941. Oh, so we're uh, so we're the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> now we're invaded by China. <laughs> that's literally all I got for Christmas Island. <laughs> Wikipedia has failed me. What about the? Oh, flora they got a Wikipedia page. Oh, 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 flora and fauna. Okay, let's let's check oh, this for out. Fuck's sake. Well, well, we already talked about the Did fauna. Is is the Planet coconut Earth? crab that is right oh, here? Okay. I'll give you that. Yeah, we got to show a picture of the coconut crab. We, yeah, we this should is, probably post it. This is that is a, a word monster. Picture, you it's guys. in a tree for heaven's sakes. <laughs> like it's a Final Fantasy monster. It basically. is. Like, this is <laughs> yeah. and like not one of the ones you come up to like like during the tutorial. Like oh this God. is like this way is later deep. in. This is right before Bahamut. Yeah. You know, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, I, I would be wondering how much meat is in one of those. Like, if you ate one, like that—that's got to be. I don't be a, think you can eat them. You can eat them. Oh, so they then are monsters. What is the point yeah. of it? So they are monsters. <laughs> they are monsters. We've, okay. Oh my god, that got dark yeah. real quick. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, we can't eat it. Well, we should just wipe it off the face <laughs> of the earth. Like, mm, yeah. I mean, no, Jessica. I mean, I, be, I mean, again, this is why we got along on my birthday. Like shit, like yeah. this. This is it. Yeah, because now she wants to like enact animal genocide. And we already talked about human trafficking in the show. So. So. We did. Yeah. <laughs> early on, we got we got that stuff out of the way early. Oh, wait, Ken, do you have a decision? <laughs> I, oh, man, it's... I, I, I gotta say, after seeing the, co- the coconut crab, if if they're not edible, which I love crab, by the way, oh, okay. if they're not edible, then, like, the, the biggest, like, selling point on Christmas Islands, for me, is gone. Yeah, so, oh. like, that's, but how hilarious would it be to just be like, oh, yeah, like, so I'm half Irish and I'm half Christmas Islander. Is, is that it, what you call yourself, yeah, Christmas the, Islander, or do I, you call yourself Christmasian? That's what I would want. <laughs> Christmasian. Uh, I kind of, I kind of like that one better now. So that was Chris, th- Christmasian. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay, I'm just saying it's a cool nickname and an interesting talking point. I yeah. give you that. Yeah, yeah. But you know, our, our leading export is export is coconuts that are you know, and then I have a whole thing to go off on. <laughs> like, it's tough. Are they called coconut crabs because they eat all the coconuts? Yeah, there's I'm actually, guessing, there's I'm actually guessing a picture of a is. coconut a that's crab wh- like humping a coconut. <laughs> that's like. really like, that's <laughs> no. Wait a minute. That's that's really terrifying because like coconuts how much, are big and look how big the crab is. Yeah, how strong they have to be to actually crack open a coconut. Yeah, and it's they're they're terrifying. I've like, been defeated by trying to open a coconut, so I'm in fear of anything that can that can just do that naturally. Yeah, yeah. yeah that is. That, that, yeah, that's that no, that, is it, a Final Fantasy it's monster. It's Final Fantasy boss. That's yeah. the best way to think about it. I think Jesus. the thing is just like that's that's scary. Okay, yeah. well, at least if you were from there, you'd have a lot of experience. Getting, that's true. So. Like, I, yeah, yeah. I start out with you'd you know, have incredible yeah. hair. Yeah, nice <laughs> giant sword that shoots bullets. <laughs> I guess my stat bonuses would for against crustaceans is just like boom. <laughs> I don't know if you cut any of that. Did you play but, Final I Fantasy? haven't played Final Fantasy, okay. and when I'm thinking about like video games that I've played, I. I remember playing like Legend of Zelda and getting scared at the fire keys when you're in like uh, okay. the fire. No, nope. I hate those things because then they fly at you they too. They totally fly and at then you, they, and then they I light stuff on it. fire. I paused the game and like freak because I I could see it coming at me and I paused the game and it paused it at the worst moment because it was like all lit up and you could see the eyes nice. of the fire keys and I flipped out. I ran out of the room screaming. I was like 16. Uh, what? <laughs> Guys, Z targeting. It's not that hard. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> 
Come on, you guys. You keep a fairy in a bottle, you'll be fine. Like, yeah. Move. I always... Use a shield. Like, it could even be the Deku shield. You're fine. You're fine. Yeah. Well, the except Deku the, shield the Deku would catch shield. on fire. Yeah, it would catch yeah. on fire. Yeah, but it takes the hit. So you're like, okay. Yeah, yeah. but then you have no, no shield. shield. Then you're fine. Just, it's still, <laughs> Z-targeting. Still I Z-targeting. hoard my items. So, like, I am always in constant fear of, like, not having enough, like... Lawn Lawn Ranch Milk and like yeah, I'm the same way with RPGs. We like, actually talked about this. I want yeah. to say we talked about this either on the podcast or in person somewhere where we were saying like, no, like you get to the end of the game and you're like, oh, I have a billion potions that I didn't even use because I was like, oh, I'll, I'll save these for the final boss. And then and you get there, and you're like, them. oh, I've never you used them. You never <laughs> use them. It's ridiculous and to me. What happens to me is like I've over over prepared so much that like, oh, I didn't need potions and I just one shot the guy. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, well, that. Uh, Probably could have used my time differently instead of <laughs> making a challenge. Make this game an actual challenge for me instead of grinding so hard. See, my my new thing is because I I routinely play back through Pokemon games. I was just thinking of Pokemon because I was playing Pokemon Silver for the first time in my life. Really? Yeah. Wow. Retro gamer. That's like. I am. Hey, a, I didn't get to it either. So I am recently, a so. diehard Pokemon Blue version person okay and blastoise whatever <laughs> i actually was so in love with squirtle that i never wanted to evolve him into blastoise oh i'm okay yeah. with that okay. i did the yeah, same i get that i did the same thing with bulbasaur but yeah. i also i also would point out that like i would get mad at ash in the cartoon for not evolving his pikachu uh and i don't know what plot twist justified that in the show but i'm like come on dude because he's so cute help yeah. him out though <laughs> he's gonna get his ass whooped <laughs> <laughs> okay so in in pokemon now, like, you know, I do the same thing because I, I tend to over-prepare and, like, I train my Pokemon really well. And, and then I'm just, like, one-shotting everything where I'm like, oh, like, this game is supposed to be harder and I'm just nope. wasting my time. So now what I do is I look up what level the gym leader is going to be. And I make sure to be either that level or one level or two levels under it. Just so I can make it a challenge for myself as well. Yeah, life is already hard mode for me, so I don't need to add on like <laughs> more. That's so, very noble. I yeah. I look up what the lowest level Pokemon in that area is that you can catch in the wild, and then I try to catch that because it's supposed to be that you know if you train it up, it's stronger than if you caught it in the wild. Okay. Which that was what pissed me off about Pokemon Go is that that was not the case, and that you wanted to catch like super strong Pokemon in the wild, and that there was no training them up. And yeah. I was. I was like, but that feels like the antithesis of the point. Like, I'm a Pokemon trainer, not a Pokemon catcher. What is yeah. this? Uh, Producer Justin, how did you feel about Pokemon Go? Um, I joined a team about <laughs> as far as I got. <laughs> you, you were the one person I knew that was just so not about being outside. I was just and, like... Uh, please, please remember, too, that this fad was only for like a week and a half. And who was right? So, who was fucking so right about it? About who it. was so right about it, though? I'm like, beyond that, like, what else do I do in this game? The fact that you guys went nuts with it while I was just sitting there, I'm like... like it, it was almost, like, r too ridiculous. Like, this is... You guys are walking around doing this, and it's it's not going anywhere. Like, and and then the fad died out before like, it it was. But for for them, I mean, it was just an excuse for the, to get them outside. That's like I have to, I want to be outside, so let me use that as Which, my. The augmented right. reality of it was pretty cool at first. You know, like oh my god, a Vulpix on my street that looks awesome. But they didn't add any more to the game. At least, I mean, you could kind of battle at those gyms. Like, yeah. Uh, I, not I tried really because it, like it was like tapping. It's yeah, weird. it's not yeah. the same thing. So it's like this is but a great. Hitting first. A is so much more. Yeah. 
Well, no, no, no. Because there's like strategy and like, you know, you get four moves instead of two and you can switch them out. and like, Which was crazy to me because I was looking stuff up about Pokemon Go and there were all these people like min-maxing it already, you know, and like. Oh, yeah. There, there was like uh, a friend of ours at Comic-Con, like that's right about the time where it came out. He was talking about like there was like Squirtle.net or something like that where they gave you the exact. So if you're going to use, um, I'm trying to think what it was called to, to, uh, to hatch stuff, like to get the extra XP exactly which. Things like this is how many uh, sparrows to use, or not sparrows, mm-hmm. sparrows. Pidgeys. Pidgeys. Yeah. Yeah. How many Pidgeys to use to get the most out of each of the um, incubators? And I'm like, whoa, like you guys have already gone like deep dive on it and it's well, been they, out for. They could have just dived into the code for that or dove into the code for that. Like, yeah, but that's that's still, like, that's, that's still a fair amount of time. The fact yeah. of the matter is, and I think all of us have experienced this as well, is it's the idea that if you put a nerd with some sort of competitive scenario, we are going to abuse it. We're going to make sure that we understand. Like this is why You're min-maxing suck is all the fun out of yeah, it. Yeah, this is why min-maxing is I personally think a huge problem in gaming. No, but in the defense of people who try that, like they probably it's a good way of thinking because oh, we can get to the best possible result with the least amount of work. And like I know some I mean companies do like that. Like if you can yeah. get the best possible result uh, but with workarounds and having to cut your time in half, like yeah, but that's that's it, a different kind of thinking. You're, you're speaking of work where you want us, uh, where you're working for some, for a specific output, like you know, cooking something for a restaurant or cleaning floors, or that's got an out. This is entertainment where you're supposed to want to escape for as long as possible. And if you're min maxing, you're like, how can I cut down the? How can I get this thing done as quick as possible? Like, but that could be entertaining for them. Yeah, and and so, I think it so, also turns it into like a job because then you're like, yeah. you're like, well, I need this number of pidgeys, so I'm gonna grind these pidgeys, which sounds darker than I mean. <laughs> But it's, <laughs> it's it's not the, that's what candy is. I mean, that's the I, candy every time. I I am such the world like of, a, the world of Pokemon is pretty dark. Let's it, let's it not dance dark. around that. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. What you guys don't like dog fighting? What's the? <laughs> I just don't know what they eat <laughs> in the, the Pokemon that world. That's okay. what freaks Taros me. Taros meat. Yeah. Totally Taros meat. Like Come on, they are, they, yeah, they are breeding those things. Pokemon. Yeah. That is uncomfortable. Even Farfetched. Farfetched as as one. He's one of the original 150. Right. He was that bird that he comes with a garnish for fuck's sake. And because he came with a garnish, like it actually says in his Pokedex that like, oh, he's endangered (laughs) because everybody keeps freaking eating him. Yeah. No, I would have gone for him. I'd be like, like, cool. Cut. Cuts my time in half. Like that's (laughs) try eating like a Mr. Mime or a Jinx. (laughs) I feel oh, like yeah. Mr. oh Mime, now now feel, everybody's uncomfortable. I feel like right? no, I'm yeah. uncomfortable <laughs> with the whole premise already. No, no, I'm no, no. Like Mr. Mime, I feel like would have no meat on him. Did you see the limbs on that thing? That's Nothing. A good point. Gamey. That's a good point. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like a bolt, like a a Venusaur that could feed like a village. You know what I mean? Like that would be. It's like looking at a dinosaur and wanting to eat it. Uh, well, yeah, you're not selling me away from it now, Jessica. Yeah. You want to eat a dinosaur? I would eat. I would fight and eat a dinosaur if I could. On, on the mm. completely different tangent, I love. There's certain things about the game too that was kind of awesome. It's like, oh, you have regional, regional specific Pokemon across the world. So it's like, oh, if you want a Taurus, you have to get here in America. If you wanted uh, another one, you'd have to go to Japan. Like there's different location specific Pokemon. I'm like, we talked about doing a road trip. Like, okay, if if there's something like on the East Coast, we got to go out there and catch it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and it would have been great, except like I'm never going to Africa right. for this. You know, right. like there's I, there's no I, way. I do want to clarify that like my problem with the game wasn't like. Going outside, I thought that was a great idea. My problem with was, you know, what do you, what else do you do once you go out and catch stuff? Like that was really like, Nothing. what else do I do? So 
Yeah. That's why I felt like it died out so fast. But I mean, Jessica, you I didn't realize you were into this stuff at all. I guess we didn't get past the drinking at my birthday to We didn't talk there were too about. many slurred words. Yeah. I um, am and a nerd fiat commercials. Fiat commercials. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're covered there. So Um, I am pretty much a nerd for everything. Um comic books, video games, mm-hmm. cartoons, all manner of um, movies and television shows and um, and video games. Though I am, like I said, uh, I'm a casual gamer. So like min maxing things, I feel like takes the joy out of it. And like thinking like, what gem goes into this armor piece socket for my oh right right World of Warcraft? I just want to like have my pet and go quest. Yeah, I'm a hunter. Can I just go like take my character and go run and kill stuff and yeah. yeah. Um, I think the only exceptions to my nerdiness is I'm not really into tabletop games you've offended half the room yeah that's wait like what type of tabletop games? but guys her stats went into fiat commercials so yeah, yeah like yeah I, I i understood that that when when you started this character a lot of it went into fiat marketing but but yeah i'm, I'm still a little bit disappointed by them <laughs> Um, this show could be brought to you by Fiat if they're <laughs> down with that. Come on, guys. <laughs> anyway. Um, well, okay. So an unnamed RPG club invited me to a meeting because I ha- knew someone in the club. Okay. And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll go check it out. And then I went and it was just not an enjoyable experience. Like I got there. It was like a room full of people that I didn't know. They weren't especially friendly. And mm. they, for whatever reason, were taking like a club photo on the day that I showed up and were like, <laughs> Jessica, hold this and stand at the front. And I'm like, but I'm, what? <laughs> and so wow. I ended up in like, like the poster for the tabletop wait, gaming club. Wait, how many girls were in the room? Just Jessica. Yeah. I, I, I will okay, bet. I, I will bet I, money that no, you're, you're thinking where I am. Like I think that's why they brought. Yeah, you there. they they brought you there specifically to exploit your ladiness. <laughs> and then we got into like the whole. I think we were playing raven raven home raven crest something raven like that. home dungeon quester and <laughs> i got assigned a character named rachel and i just remember <laughs> i made her super belligerent and sarcastic it was just rachel <laughs> do you just believe rachel. do you believe it was raven loft or raven sword loft loft okay because i remember it had like architecture something so and like quick on the draw jesus yeah. And <laughs> and I had Rachel, and I crafted her to be sarcastic and belligerent because that's how I felt being there. And roommates with Monica. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke I would have never expected out of that, me. Wow. That's, wow. Yeah, that All was, right. Wow, that Broke was, some new ground on that one. 1995 right there, Justin. All right. Thank you. <laughs> and, yeah, and then I remember at the end of it, it was like, it got out at like midnight and Whoa. I was on like an empty campus and my friend who had invited me didn't walk me to my car. And so I was just like walking by what my to my car in this like empty. Ca- and I was like, fuck this stuff. Yeah. That's so, oh I mean, good God. thing you had your scissors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is actually, it's interesting enough. Jason and I got into a discussion this week because there was an article about uh, engaging females in gaming and how like they've, the community is not conducive to females. Yeah. Like, By the way, I I have to apologize. No, no. It's, well, it's, wait, wait, yeah. So like, let's update the list. What happened? You guys were no, no, arguing. Just, just we weren't arguing. We were just, we were discussing the article, just saying how it was 
it was a sad state of affairs how the gaming community is not inviting two women. It can be a hara- uh, harassive, and the the article posted is like this is terrorism, and it's like when you look at the definition of terrorism, like it's through acts of terror dissuade people from acting, and like that's what the definition of it is. And mm-hmm. we have this idea nowadays of terrorism as you know like guys with guns and all these right. other things and bombs, and it's like but when you get to the root idea of it, it's terrorism, and. Like we we discussed other things like you know maybe the the sensationalization the sensationalization of the titles a bit clickbaity and how does that affect people engaging with the article and so there's many layers to the discussion but the, your description of it is just I'm like it makes me sad because it's like I love I mean I I really enjoy uh, table to, uh, RPG pencil paper gaming I enjoy the video games too okay. but I can really enjoy it and, and so it's like it's it's sad that like her description is exactly what you see from the bad side of the community yeah i mean how much of that is do you think their attitude towards women and how much of that is like crap i don't know how to act around a girl oh well, uh, like how much i mean i don't know if the article went into that but it, uh, it it didn't because it's it was predominantly from the side of the female but right. on that note too though why is that her why is that her problem why is mm-hmm. she being you know put upon because you not you particularly yeah, but yeah. because you the male doesn't don't know how to handle females because you're insecure it's like yeah we get it like i we've all been nerds we've all you know gone days where people are just like oh you're a nerd jason came into my comic shop (laughs) (laughs) dude no don't tell that story no no you can't yeah now i have to hear yeah no you can't do that and not tell us oh no no uh we might have producer justin was there the week after did we tell this one yet we might have told it on yeah fuck it go ahead you guys can tell me after if you want so you know we called ken comic shop ken because he is one of he works at comics tunes and toys in tustin shout out <laughs> but uh it was oh give me one sec oh did it cut out no it, it, it didn't i thought it did though it didn't okay no. okay so uh i walk in and i've been going to this comic shop since i was five i'm 30 now so i've been going there for 25 years and you know everybody kind of knows me and all that stuff and i usually show up on saturdays to, to come and visit ken it's my only day off you know that's when i buy comics so I come in and, you know, I know everybody there and there's a couple new customers and I walk in and I'm like, hey, sup nerds. And somebody at the register who was buying comic books from Ken turns around and, and, and like looks me in the eye and he kind of like looks me up and down as well to like see what like my cred is. And he's like, hey, you can't say that here. And he was like dead <laughs> serious. That is hate speech. He was that is R word. Yeah, no, like he literally said it like that is R word. You can't use that. We don't use That's, the N word uh, here. Like, I am not. <laughs> yeah. You cannot use that because I use that word. So we're taking it back. You know, it was one of those talks. And I was like, oh, and, and it just caught me off guard. But it caught Ken even worse <laughs> off guard because he had to stand up for me. Yeah. And that the best part is like Ken had to like walk around the register. <laughs> he's like, hey, no, no, he's he's cool. Was he, it like a? Well, cool. Well, cool. Was it he's like one a, of us? Was he's it a weeaboo walking around with like a fake katana? No, no, no. no it okay. was like just a regular. <laughs> my blade is my honor. I will not have it. No, okay. Sorry. Like on the on the scale of nerddom, where like where where you know zero is the NFL. I don't know, and and then ten is uh, ten is like that weeaboo that you're describing right mm-hmm. now, right? This dude was at maybe like a six or seven. Okay. You know? Slightly above average. Like yeah, like, like okay, slightly like, above average. But he like, Ken was he had wearing, to like... Was he wearing like 
Not a fedora. What's that? No, no, a no. Trilby? Was he wearing a trilby? No, no, no. 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 He's, he's, he was normal-ish. Okay. Yeah. But Ken had to step out from the register. Like, he had to, put he had to like, put his body between <laughs> me and him. I came around like, no, no. I, like, I, you know, just kind of like, you make sure that Jason feels like he's in a safe space, too. Like, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> he's I, okay. And Jesus. He, had, he had to nerd cred check me. Like, he, like, for real, like, Ken, like, no, 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 no. He knows what he's talking about. It's okay, you well, know? Well, Jessica, now that you've established your nerd, have you gone through anything like that other than the, well, this RPG club? I mean, God, how, I'm so sorry for how that. Do you, like, I mean, how do you find, um, how's it for you interacting with this kind of culture? I mean, I do, you know, I, I get comments every once in a while. It's like, you're not really a fan of that, you know? And, like, that, whatever. Yeah. And, and that's annoying, but nothing, nothing too malicious you know and and maybe it's because i'm not really out there and involved in social mm-hmm. media as much and i'm not making really declarative statements that would get me a lot of hate or anything like that so maybe after this episode i'm gonna start like getting flamed and there will be <laughs> trolls and stuff like that but oh yeah it's not it, it's it's not that fun and then you remember you made somebody so pissed off they had to actually like hate towards you and i'm like oh cool i'm in somebody's head now <laughs> Um, oh, thanks for listening. It's a good feeling. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, I've had someone like, I don't know, I was talking about Spider-Man or something. And because that's where like my love of um, a lot of the comic books come from is all the 90s cartoons that were out, you know. And and so I watched because I just never had the TV off. So I watched like Spider-Man mm-hmm. and X-Men and all that stuff, you know. You're actually and wearing an X-Men shirt right now. I that's, am wearing yeah. an X-Men shirt yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, and, you know, like I've had someone be like, psh. Do you know what happened to Mary Jane? And it's like, uh, yeah. And then I hate that. I'm gonna just put that. something out there that's gonna be very controversial, especially for dudes who try to call me out in comic shops. But <laughs> I'm just gonna put this out there. There's Porn no such thing. Is, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is no such thing as the fake geek girl. There's no such thing. Some 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 wonderful woman didn't spend 27 hours sewing this cosplay. Just so she can trick you into thinking that she is a nerd. I'm sorry. She did that for the love of what she's doing, whether it be for cosplay or costuming or the yeah. actual source material itself. There is no such thing as the fake. Yeah, and girl. there's no standard to where like you have to enjoy it to this much where you know all of this. I'm like, she could just like the design of the character. And like that's it. She went through the trouble making a costume or Someone else could be like, "Oh, I only read this part of it and I liked it." Yeah, Doesn't mean I have to know everything about it. Yeah, Jess, and I'm I'm sorry to say this as well. It's 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 like how I feel about Star Trek. You know, I know very tangential things about Star Trek, but just because I don't know about Star Trek doesn't mean that I'm not a geek. Yeah, you I know? mean, I think that like the gatekeeping gets ridiculous you know and whether or not it's at other guys or new fans to something mm-hmm. i mean like there are so many people being introduced like you were talking about um ne- uh netflix's um iron, iron fist. fist right and there are so many people being introduced to so many new content that mm-hmm. everything everything old is new again you know and yeah. so like i think it's ridiculous to say like well these are new fans and we're like diehard old fans you know and i i and then, you know, like there's gender and there's ageism and there's all sorts of weird things that go mm-hmm. into it and the identity politics of being a geek or a nerd. Maybe part of it is like we, we you know, we were around when it wasn't cool. Where were you in the struggle? Yeah. Like, so, it's, it's like I always that. say that. Yeah. I yeah. always say that. Like, where were you during the struggle? I think I say that way more as a joke now than anything else. Uh, just because 
I am a little bit salty about like, oh, like all this stuff got cool. But really the way that we should be thinking about it is, oh my God, this stuff got cool. We're actually legitimized yeah. now, you know? No, I, I'll yeah. go to a convention. I'm like, guy, I'll be, you know, I would say this to nerds now. Like, guys, that's your dating pool. Like last convention I went to, it was almost 50-50. Like it was a lot of fem- uh, male to female ratio was 50-50. Like it was crazy. Like get off the fake geek girl thing. It It doesn't help you at all. Actually, uh, between the ratio of men to women, it's actually 52-48. It's more women. Than oh, actually. really? It's, yeah. Uh, that That's just changed in recently, probably like the last five years. I, there you go. I mean, I am like, I'm pretty invested in like a lot of fandom, you know, mm-hmm. which I feel is like a very, a female women safe space in a lot of ways, you know, and like they're the ones that are creating like fan content and wanting to explore these worlds and, and like reside in them in a way that I think appeals to a, a female audience. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, it doesn't, I think it's, I think it's the the conventional wisdom is that, oh, this is a guy thing, right? And yeah. and it's just ignoring the fact that these things have always appealed to women, you know, and that there were always women who were fans of these things. And, and I think that that's the same thing. It's like you had a lot of women who liked Star Wars. Like that is not a revelation, you know, and not to anyone that was involved in those communities, I think. And, and like I remember becoming a Star Wars fan, you know, and I was – and in – I mean – I was a kid and there was like a VHS set of like the original trilogy, you know, and I never wanted to watch it. My dad was always trying to get me to watch it. Every (laughs) time I was over at my grandparents' house, he would always pull it out and be like, you should watch this. And I was totally not into it. And then when the- How old were you at that point? Um, This was up until I was- like 10 okay and then throughout her childhood yeah Yeah, yeah. and then the the remastered digital classics came out when i was like 11 Mm -hmm. and my aunt took me to see it on christmas day and i remember seeing a new hope in theaters and at the end of it feeling like obi-wan's voice was like echoing in my head Mm -hmm. like may the force be with you and i was like i think my life has just changed (laughs) there's nothing (laughs) there's nothing like seeing those movies in the theater even even with the special edition because that's all i got but yeah nothing like seeing that in the theater it's just so much better yeah and there are you know there are movies that i definitely i try to make a point of seeing in a theater because i feel like it's going to make a difference you know and it's not necessarily even like big blockbuster stuff because i've totally gone to see like big blockbuster movies and then been disappointed been like i should have just rented that like what the fuck and but like i actually went to go see this anime movie called your name in theaters i yesterday. Wanted, i want to see that like there's a lot of hype around it right now yeah like and what did it i, mean, did I think it's it? i think it's deserved it is a gorgeous movie that was like totally amazing to see like on the big screen mm-hmm. and i went to go see it yesterday afternoon with my mom and so like there was no one in the, there was like one other girl in the theater and i'm literally like leaning over the seat and like just like resting my hand on my knee and like like with rapt attention, <laughs> like that's how into it I was, and I thought it was amazing. Yeah, that's one of those movies. Like, it again, it's another thing to add to my watch list. <laughs> yeah, is it? Is it? It's not a Miyazaki thing. Right? No, no, it's, no, it's not. different. It's okay, which is a nice change of pace. A different anime movie that's not which Studio I, Ghibli. Yeah, it's which I in theaters yeah. specifically. Yeah, it's like the first uh, anime movie that's not a Miyazaki film to you know, hit all these markers for success around the world and stuff like that. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. But like, I'm glad that you're actually finding something. Well, it's cool that you actually took your mom to it. So she's, uh, yeah, she, I was did like, did she have any influence on your nerdiness or was it, 
was this all you was it your dad like my my dad is definitely the person that like encouraged all these nerdy interests mm-hmm. you know like he was the one that was trying to get me to watch star wars and he had been like a, a trekkie as a kid in vietnam which was crazy because when i became a trekkie and i started talking to him about it because the original series is my jam um before you go any further i think you you're a trekkie so you might have like offended the other two guys in this room <laughs> <laughs> why why would i don't you? know I don't know. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not sure. You guys are very Star Wars. Uh, I don't want to yeah. start. No, we, we we practice like oh openness. That's okay. fine. Like it's like okay. Just because she's just wrong doesn't mean we don't like her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm both. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't divorce can't myself. From, yeah, right. and I mean they're they're such different things, you know. But um, but my dad was a Trekkie in Vietnam. Like he watched the original series mm-hmm. on like a little TV set when he was growing up in Vietnam. And when I got into it, I was talking to him and I was like, Oh my God, the original series is amazing. I love Spock. I love Spock. And I was like, and he was like, yeah. And it went on for so long. And I was like, um, actually it only had three seasons on TV dad. And then, and then they did the movies and he's like, no, it ran for like 10 years. Didn't it? And I was like, <laughs> no. And he's like, I didn't actually understand the episodes because they were in English and they just kept showing them over and oh. over again. Syndication. Yes. So I wow. assumed See, that's that, that it was y- like yeah. okay. a continuing series. And I was like, huh. And so like he and I geek out over that stuff. But the funny thing is, is that my dad is, is very, he does not have an obsessive personality. And so he likes these things. He has like all these nerdy interests, you know, but he's, mm-hmm. he's very, you know, take it or leave it. And it doesn't, it doesn't become an obsession for him like it does for me. Like right. these things like eat my brain. And then I'm just like, I have to be like immersed in it like 24 seven. I have to know everything that I can possibly know about it. And that actually comes from my mom. My mom has like this like obsessive personality. <laughs> and like she, once she picks up a book, she cannot put it down. So we're going to go without dinner for a few nights, you know, and like that kind of stuff. And so I take like. I love that she gets into a, like a book uh, so much that like fuck dinner. Like I got to finish this. We chapter. just don't <laughs> see her, you know, and that's how I get. And so. And but she doesn't have like she's not really into like a lot of nerdy things. And so for her, she's um, she's very story driven, which is my jam, too. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, so I get both these qualities from my parents and it just came together and coalesced into this giant nerd that I am now. God, that's like the perfect storm. It's like that obsessive behavior and the introduction of the properties. <laughs> I did want to touch on something a little bit as well, though. Uh, you, you talked about like how like you like kind of just like forget like basic things like food and yeah. stuff like when when you do get this mm-hmm. like obsessive tendency uh, that's actually my personal marker for how good anything in our media is you know um uh, for okay so like one of my one of my favorite games ever is fire emblem and uh now what fire emblem has become it's a dating sim that happens to have rpg fighting in it and i'm <laughs> what? like yeah it's i know it's ridiculous and i love like i love like pairing people together because if you let them fight side by side on the battlefield then they'll then they'll fall in love and oh, then okay. and then they fall in love and then they have a baby and then the baby goes into the future and then it comes back and then now it's a fighter also oh, okay. but it has the other, yeah it's, it's, that's, that's how i treat my stats so. yeah, yeah it's awesome a, yeah it's, <laughs> okay so like i remember like you know playing fire emblem and then just not eating like dinner lunch mm-hmm. anything you? Yeah. Wow. I. <laughs> that's that's like Joey Tribbiani missing a meal. Yeah, I, mean, I know, that's right? Like, yeah, Jason doesn't share food. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing, though. Like, that's actually my marker of how good is this game, is this tabletop, is this movie, you know? Uh, for Rogue One and for Episode 7, I absolutely refuse to have any sort of liquid 
or peanut M&Ms during the movie. movie. (laughs) Well, I think that that's like the appeal of like sci-fi and fantasy is that you can get so invested into Mm -hmm. them because they've created these whole worlds that like not only do you want to know, but you want to live in them, you know, and like and I think that that's why you have such big fans of these genres and and really like like I watched True Detective and I thought it was an amazing series but I'm not like oh man I want to live in like rural Louisiana and like have this crazy <laughs> life, right like that doesn't just, happen but yeah, I, would I want to live at like the Jedi Temple and like I would not want to live in like any comic book you know like Marvel these I would not want to live in any of those universes like there's some there's always some cataclysmic event Which, there's something always blowing up there's like People with superpowers like fighting in the middle of the streets. This would be, that would be a nightmare to live in. One you don't want to be like a mob character. Yeah. In those. yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to be an NPC in those worlds. But if you could be like one of the heroes, like no, because no, the main my number one case for not wanting to live, especially in DC, is because of Green Lantern. Like his ex girlfriend became a supervillain. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not dealing with that possibility in any world. <laughs> Have you seen my ex girlfriend? Well, you think, super, anyway. you think Green Lantern is the only one that's had that happen? No, no, but that's no, like, no. But I think of that it, case. It's the you prevailing I mean? thing. Like we're just like anybody that you've ever slighted, as long as yeah. you're a superhero, they're going to hate you and try to murder your family. Yeah, you know that one dude that you, that might have felt like you didn't tip him as much as he deserved. That mm-hmm. one dinner that you went to like 17 years ago. Oh, cool! Now he can explode brains. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I'm not dealing with that possibility. Like, if it's a regular dude and I do that to him, like, okay, I got a shot against him. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> this is just kind of, like, off the side of uh, of one of the comments, and now I think I've just lost it. Oh, <laughs> Mar- uh, Marvel Universe. I think that actually uh, lends to their story building in the cinematic universe is over, you know, 14 movies, I think, at this point, they've built that world. Mm-hmm. Like, that's why when we get to Infinity War... We've earned it. We've made yeah. it this far. We know these characters. We know the world we live in. And, you know, put that against the DC universe. And you're like, oh, I, 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 I kind of know the world, I guess. There's no, you haven't earned anything there. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why DC has been floundering compared to the Marvel stuff. Like, I kind of wish you, they had just, we could just put you in the writer's room just to say that and then take you out and just let them think about that. Yeah, you know because I mean? like, it's like, it, like I don't want you to like suffocate in there. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, like going can, underwater can for a little tell, bit and just pulling. Can them you out? just tell them that, and then maybe we'll fix? I don't know if you liked those movies at all, or if you've seen them. I I want to be as diplomatic. I was n- well. Not- you're in the industry, so you don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> yeah, Zack Snyder's calling me up, and he totally is. Um, I I. I liked most of the Marvel movies and mm. I was not a fan as much of the DC movies and I felt like so diplomatic anyways. I felt like I watched the extended edition director's cut or whatever of the um BBS. Batman versus Superman. That was hard. <laughs> Random touchback question. So you said uh, Star Trek TOS. How do you feel about Next Gen? I like Next Generation, but I've only really dabbled in it. Like maybe like mm-hmm. the first like season or two, and like you know Riker and how he sits down in chairs very dramatically. That was awesome. <laughs> Data is really cool mm-hmm. and and everything, but I just there's something so pure about um, the original series that I love. You know, and and I 
I love Captain Kirk, even though he gets like a ton of shit for like, mm-hmm. I think that like, especially in like the first few episodes of the original series, like you really see like the weight of like captaincy, like mm-hmm. weighing on him, you know, and like that he takes it very seriously that all these lives are in his hands. And that's actually was my least favorite part of the the reboot movies with J.J. Abrams. I just felt like Captain Kirk was too flippant, you know, until until this most recent movie, which I actually made me like Captain Kirk in it. And if that was oh, the okay. the arc that he had to go through to get there, then I'm fine with that. But I just felt like I don't give a shit about this <laughs> kid who like comes in and like swaggers in and gets to command the Starship Enterprise when everyone else around him has more experience, you know? It's like why should anyone listen to you? And then but by the third movie it's like, okay, he's actually a captain now and I can dig that. Well, yeah, it's nice to like when they actually have development like that in yeah. the movie and like tell a complete story because there's always and that's one thing I like about that particular story, too, is it's like you see the parts where he's not a likable guy and like he maybe has to be that guy first yeah. to get to and be captain. Personally, I liked the third movie more than the second because there were not any gratuitous like underwear scenes for no reason, and it's like I haven't seen it yet. You're not selling me on this movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I might have to settle for the porno version. Jason, could you you have that cute? No, <laughs> <laughs> can you quote that one real quick? No. <laughs> I may or may not have seen that. You yeah. proton stealing whore. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> they stole Thank the dilithium crystals. <laughs> <laughs> you stole. Those dilithium uh, crystals? Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I just want to say, though, that the guy who played the porno version of Captain Kirk did a great job. I I mean... The I, fact that you... <laughs> well, no, okay, that's another thing, too. Girls watch porn also. I Let's know, not... it's, just, it's, it's, it's just more... Um, uh, I think we're still in the taboo? day and age. Not taboo. I just think we're... I'm personally struggling with this right now <laughs> because of... I've known Jessica since I was 13. So, so well, what were you watching at 13, bro? Uh, Come on. Yeah, a lot of a yeah. lot of that stuff, but yeah. Yeah, I saw I remember <laughs> some of your buddies like burned CDs for your for Matt and or your brother Matt and the, some yeah, of the stuff I that mean, went on that CD is I mean, probably illegal. Just hypothetically disgusting. hypothetically happening. Yeah. <laughs> I just no, love was, how retro the idea is of burning a CD of porn. <laughs> no, no, it was disgusting, Ken. Like we <laughs> talked about we talked about the Zune earlier, and now you have like CDs of porn. <laughs> and burning a CD. Burning a CD. Then. And yes. it would take a while on those old what did, what did I have? A Packard Bell or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> God, <laughs> just like off your Netscape navigator. <laughs> I have, a, I still have a Netscape email account, by the way. Are you serious? Does it work? I, I, yeah, absolutely. I, I do. I still have it, and I use it for all my like my spam stuff. Like, like you know, if you want to do this, sign up for here. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't care about this. I just you know want to sign up. I would just want the novelty of just sending you an email to that. Account. You can send it. I will not see it because it's right. just like a dead account. I can still sign in and like recover passwords from it because I got it back when AOL was still a thing. I mean, it, it still is a thing, but which is weird. Yeah, yeah. But like at one point or another, AOL bought Netscape, and that was their browser choice. And then like um, after I left, my um, grandfathered email account became a Netscape account. So did you guys know that AOL still makes revenue? From people paying for their email address. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. So everybody who does pay for an email address is over sixty. Mm-hmm. Oh and my like God. it's an actual like revenue stream that they have where they have these like thousands upon thousands of older 
men and women who just still think they have to pay for an email account. That's fucking awful. It's, isn't it? That's awful. That's like, it's so like, it's awful. Part of, it, it's like money that you don't need to give to other like, people. What does that cost per month? Uh, no, uh, for, as someone who helped a person set some of these up, it's like, it's only like seven ninety nine for the year. And they, Still. but they, but they also have like a pretty large storage, like amount of storage. Not that they're getting, you know, truckloads of email to it, but you and you have like they have certain benefits, but it's not, it's nothing huge, but it's not a big fee when you think about it. It's, 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 it's just it's less than a dollar a month. It's just hilarious that like they're paying for happening. peace of mind. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so they man. can always get their grand their grandkids' photos directly to their you it's, know, computer. It's like AOL although AOL was a gateway to nerd stuff because because of AOL I had internet access and chat rooms. Yeah, oh chat my rooms. god, the chat rooms. I Geo Messenger. Oh my god. AIM. Okay, now AIM. Yeah. I, I have somebody from high school on this <laughs> on yeah. this podcast now. What was your AIM name? My AIM name was what? Deep Blue QL. QL. You QL. still use that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so QL stands for my my middle name, which is my Vietnamese name, which is Gwen Lan. Mm-hmm. And I just put that at the end of things because if you're picking a screen name or an email handle or whatever, I can pick anything and then just put QL at the end and I don't have to fight anybody for it or I don't oh, have to have numbers okay. at the end of it, right? Yeah. And so that was kind of my signature when I was growing up in getting email addresses and AIM screen names. I would always put QL at the end of it. And then I had an OkCupid profile that had QL at the end of it. And someone messaged me <laughs> being like, I recognize that QL anywhere. And I was like, <gasps> oh, must delete. Was it, ja- <laughs> was it Jason? No, it was no. <laughs> just being as creepy as possible. It was her no, high I, school PE teacher. Uh, right. I it was not. that guy from the RPG club. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Wait, so you don't even have like an embarrassing AIM screen name? No. Well, I mean, I had Deep Blue QL, and then there was like, like Magic Girl QL for like all of like a week was and then the i was girl spelled like g1 rl or anything like that i think i spelled it regular okay and then were there x's on either side of it and, no uh, that's that's why she had the ql because she oh, didn't have that to. was my right. trademark that's oh, the yeah. thing like that's back <clears throat> back when you got your first screen name like there were people who i knew who'd change it like every freaking month they're like i'm gonna change it i'm gonna change it and like her i always had the same one i'm like i like this one and i'm gonna stick with it and that's why i still have it to this day and it's unique it's the same kind of thing like i have a k in there instead of a c because it's ken mm-hmm. and so it's like no one ever has this like i can always keep it and i've actually started to try and find a new one just for other stuff and like the one that i came up with it's already taken because it's people are early adopters and they get right, it first they jumped on it yeah yeah and so it's like and I, I don't like the idea of like oh yeah it's you know comic lover 86 and like no yeah, like, I, hate I, I hate those mm-hmm. so. i hate that and i had i remember one of my first email addresses was like blue black ql because i thought what are my two favorite colors blue and black and then someone was <laughs> like that sounds like a bruise like you get beaten or something jess <laughs> and i was like maybe not that one then <laughs> she's like They'll know I'm in a fight club. I can't. <laughs> I know. That, I'm, I'm making not supposed the to first tell about it. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but I remember I picked deep blue after the blue black fiasco. I was like, well, deep blue is my favorite color. It's, and it sounds deep and artsy. And but like... then <laughs> I, thought, I, remember... I thought it was a deep blue C reference for a second there. Uh, She's like, I, I just love LL. When I when I was a freshman in high school and I had just met Jason, mm-hmm. I learned about the name of the IBM computer that beat, the first IBM computer that beat a human chess champion and that was called the Deep Blue Computer. Oh. And so ever since then, I've been like, this name's awesome, I'm keeping it. That's totally what it was. Yeah. <laughs> 
I think all mine were like anime related. So I had I had Gaidai Goji for a while because it was a, a nickname of somebody in Martian Successor Nadesco. And th- I didn't that understand a, any of those words. Yeah, see, that's exactly <laughs> it. That's the thing I would do. And then the other one was, it, I think it was Cross Raiden because I I just liked the way Raiden sounded because I heard it from Metal Gear Solid probably. Yeah. And then Cross was just because I was really into Trigun, that show. And my favorite character was a guy who had like a giant cross that turned into a machine gun. So that I all mine were like anime related from what I remember. One of mine, because at the time when you got AOL, you could have like five accounts. Mm-hmm. And so I had my main one and then I had like one of my sub accounts so I could, I could go so no one would bother me on AIM. It was Kusanagi99. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> from Ghost in the Shell. No, actually, Kusanagi from Blue Seed 9. Oh, oh wow. Another I, was thinking, sorry, uh, Blue I, was thinking, I was thinking it was a Ghost yeah. in the Shell reference. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Jason, Scarlett Johansson. I think, yeah, I, I was really into uh, Hair the Spy, and I knew from the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember yours, Jason. So moving on. <laughs> what was uh, yours? Because I'm trying to remember <laughs> it. I'm like, I... Did you have some B-boy thing? <laughs> no, 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 no. I was not some a, shit. I, I was like, not a B-boy. Um, but... You were in our English class, so like you knew that I was obsessed with boy bands, and I was the only straight dude obsessed with boy bands. Uh, but it wasn't boy band related either. Uh, I wanted something that sounded both like like soft and cool at the same time, so girls could understand that like I was sensitive. Also, <laughs> I'll understand your needs. So, uh, so my aim name was Fierce Angel. Oh, oh my, my god. god, I remember uh, that. And you spelled it like F13. Oh, yep. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. Everything. <laughs> that is like just like three shades removed from like dark shadow death. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, and, like, I and, didn't <laughs> I didn't blush at all during any of the pornography to talk and I feel like I'm blushing now from yeah. embarrassment <laughs> of that name. Yeah. <laughs> it is that's a bad one. Oh. That's a bad one. It's, now, it's, I, no 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 no, but I would like to point out to my detractors I'm married now, so, <laughs> no, no, so I'm okay. Oh, you found the one that fell for it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 classic. <laughs> <laughs> I I love that I have stunned the room with my awful screen name. Yeah, we're talking about that lemon thief that turned into a fuck film, and like that's what that that's yeah. what staggered you guys. I'm now gonna try and type in angelfire.com backslash. Uh, Furious Angel. Please don't. Does Angel Fire still exist? It does. I'm it pretty does? Sure, I'm pretty sure it does. I thought, like, all the tripod networks. Yeah. Like, my GeoCities account. My, yeah. I oh, know yeah. because Star Trek fan fiction that was once hosted there is now gone forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. How many? How much fan fiction was lost when no, those sites shut down? What? Oh, my God. Angel is Fire so... is now part of Lycos, and they still exist. Lycos oh, wow. still exist? <laughs> <laughs> I need to ask Jeeves about this. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, let me check my. Christian we Mingle we were account. just talking about this uh, off air too. Right when we were setting up, I made that reference of like, oh, and like, was your human character a half angel, half demon? Yeah, <laughs> and it, it's in reference to. Uh, for some reason, especially when you're nerdy, when you're younger, you somehow always stumble upon making a an anime character for yourself in order to like represent you. I feel like that's just as embarrassing, if not more embarrassing, than than aim names and screen names. Oh, it's the certainly, little avatars it's and dolls that you design. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's certainly more embarrassing than porn. Like I will, <laughs> I will unabashedly. Yeah, I'll talk about what I watch, but this stuff, I'm like, 
Yeah, it hurt uh, to talk about screed names. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, just I, I mean, you're, I'm cool with you, but I don't know you that well. So it's <laughs> like, I, like go, a third date talk. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I feel like we need to have boundaries. Yeah, let's go back to the porn with the stepmom. Let's go back to that. <laughs> um, I, it's great too because at the beginning of this, the uh, podcast, before we got on air, it's like, well, how personal do you want to get? Like, what's what's you know what's off to off? You know, what can we not talk about? It's like, oh, you know, I'm pretty I'm pretty open. And then we start talking about screen names, and suddenly everyone's just kind of like averting and their eyes. Now, <laughs> now, no, no eye know. contact, just like looking down. <laughs> Yeah, my name was this on Netscape.net. Okay. And- uh, okay, we'll, we'll have to end it there because I think that's our threshold on how personal <laughs> we're, we're going to get. Um, Jessica, are you on any social media or do you have any projects coming up you want to plug? Uh, no projects at the moment, but um, I am on social media. Uh, I have an Instagram account. Which is Deep Blue QL. <laughs> and, uh, what? Oh. And a Twitter account, which is anything QL. And so I mostly tweet about how I can. I added hash browns to my Del Taco burrito and I was a genius. So. I'd agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I think that's it. Okay. Uh, Ken, where can they find you, bud? They can find me on the internet at, at Ken Rolo, uh, K E N R O L O W. Uh, JPG? Uh, you can find me at my namesake, at JPG. That's uh, J-A-E-P-E-A-G-E-E. Also, you can find me under Fierce Angel. <laughs> <laughs> it, like, it hurts to say. Yeah. That, that hurt. Like, does it does is, it hurt to listen I to? Remember th- is it yeah. that, is that I remember your, that uh, screen name. Is that what's on your Battle.net account for, like, Woo! Warcraft? World? I think I did use Fierce Angel. <laughs> there it kind of fits. It, it sounds about right. It like, kind of yeah. fits there. And yeah. that's not a judgment. I'm just saying, like, yeah. that sounds about right. I think Deep Blue QL is my... Battle.net. Yeah, yeah. Your ba- yeah. I, I've yeah. clung to that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and you can find me on uh, Instagram at Justin Malari and on Twitter at Justin underscore Malari, and you can find us uh, Geek Say What at Geek Say What on all social media. Shout out to Wayland Productions for letting us uh, use the space and use their equipment, and to our spot our geek apparel sponsor Jordan Denae. Uh She is a eco friendly geek apparel uh, manufacturer out of Brooklyn, New York. Her stuff is saving the environment and making us look good, bitches. But like, <laughs> like that's we've I reclaimed mean, that word, Justin. Exactly. You can't use that. <laughs> oh, 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 deep holes. I, I can't. I, I don't think I can top that. So <laughs> I again, understood that reference. Yeah, and again, <laughs> listen to our other shows on the Geek Say What Network. We have Geek KO, our trivia podcast, hosted by Justin Madriaga, and Ready Set Geek, our intro podcast, hosted by Alex Lieberman. So uh, again, and they're all on their own separate RSS feeds. Uh, anything else, Jason? Uh, actually, you got Alex's last name wrong. Hmm? I thought you guys weren't trying to talk about that. Oh, no, 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 no. We do. Okay. It's, yeah. It's cool now. Okay. Alex Gollett. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, folks, he is married. <laughs> Fierce Angel <laughs> is yeah. off the market. If, if, <laughs> I can, if, if I can make it, anyone can make it at this I point. Th- you know what, Jason? Wait. That's going to be the name of the episode. Fierce Angel is off the market. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, she, she didn't take your your name, though? Alex Fierce Angel, yeah. like that's just that's, with the one in there. That's Hyphenated. The I only told you about one of my awful screen names. Yeah, no, I trust. I me. have a plethora of awful screen names. Well, I, th- I don't think we can top Fierce Angel. So <laughs> with that, again, rate, comment, subscribe to join the offensive. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>